Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Hello, everyone. Thanks so very much for tuning in. It's such a joy to be with you today. I know you've enjoyed our co-host, co-pastor Josh, as he has spoke to us this week. Certainly some great information that he has brought out, how that uh, in the 1970s or 50 years ago, uh, about 85 to 90 percent of the people declared themselves as being a Christian or at least having Christian views. That was 1970. And I hadn't graduated high school in 1970, but I remember those days very well. And one of the big differences is that people had more of a biblical worldview then. Now, did everybody have a biblical worldview? No, but people aligned themselves more with a biblical worldview than they do today. So 90% would say that they were Christians. And now that number has dropped in half uh, just recently in 2020. Numbers all the way down to 50%. And they think that uh, in it's going to continue falling. Uh, the less, uh, actually, the least number of, quote, people who profess Christianity ever in the United States of America. That was the recent poll that's been given in 2020. Well, 50 years. Where on earth have we gone in 50 years? Pastor Josh has talked about that in the last uh, three broadcasts. I think very important. One thing I'm going to take off with today is this. Having lived through that period of time, and uh, as I said, just a teenager in 1970, and living through that period of time, I understand some things now that I really didn't understand then. In those days, there were those folks who were very, very vocal in their opposition to the, can we say, the establishment was the word then. We're in opposition to now to the establishment. Well, who's the establishment? Well, that's authority of any kind. It was establishment in the school, establishment in the government, establishment of the church. We're just in opposition to the establishment. That was some of the words going along <laughs> in those days. And yet, I didn't understand what it all meant then, although I knew they just didn't want authority of any kind. But now I do understand. They did not want the oversight of the Word of God. And that comes through the relationship with Jesus Christ. Again, we do not expect sinners to follow the Bible. Or we shouldn't, because sinners just do what sinners do. Before I was saved, sinners did what sinners did. I did what sinners do. But thankfully, I did have the guidelines of the Bible that had given me a moral code uh, that was directed by my parents and by my guardians and my, thank God, Christian teachers and uh, those in my life at that time, they had a biblical worldview and a biblical principles that overshadowed me and to God be the glory. But in those days, we had those folks that were very, very vocal. The freedom of speech 
was certainly being used by those who were against the establishment. You remember in the big uh, hippie movement in the 60s, I remember those words being used. We're against you establishment people. Well, it's truly against the authority figures. And that's exactly what Jude talks about in these latter days, that they'd be despisers of authority. Second Timothy speaks of that, and Peter also addresses it in his epistles as well. And here we are watching the results of that. People have denied the Christian faith and also have denied the biblical worldview. Now, I have a, a survey that was done many years ago by someone very dependable who went through World War I. They survived and went through World War II. They even survived and went through Vietnam in the military as military chaplain and did extensive studies in those days. They did themselves personal work with troops to get a percentage on how many had the biblical worldview. In the First World War, there was somewhere between 75 and 80 percent of the people interviewed. They had a biblical worldview. That was up there around, think about that now, 80 percent of the people, eight out of ten, had a biblical worldview. And then by World War II, that number had dropped significantly, but nothing like it is today, which is only 6%. But in World War II, it had, it had dropped about 25 to 30 points to some 50%. Uh, one out of ever two had a biblical worldview. Then in Vietnam days, it had dropped even further. Now today, we know that 6% only have a biblical worldview. Now, what does that mean? What is a worldview? Well, that's how you operate. That's how you conduct your business, how you make your decisions in life. It's how you uh, work, how you play, uh, how you live is by your worldview, whatever that may be. Uh, there are many, several major worldviews today that are mentioned. There is uh, the uh, socialism is a worldview. Marxism is a worldview. Uh, postmodernism is a worldview. Uh, you have uh, five more, and I'm not going to go into those others, uh, that are worldviews other than a biblical worldview. But there's one worldview that Barna, just the Barna Group just reported on called cynicism. Now, what in the world is that? What's cynicism? Well, that's a combination of all the worldviews. We could say it like this. That's taking a little bit of this and a little bit of that and forming your own opinion about everything. And you don't have a guidebook established in your mind on how you should operate your life or how you should make your decisions or what kind of values or goals or guidelines or fences that you should have in your life to make your decisions. So you adopt over here and get a little bit of uh, postmodernism. You come over here and get some socialism. You even go a little farther and get Marxism and, and uh, get some of the other uh, four or five of the major isms out there today for your worldview, and you put all them together and come up with your own. 
which is far, 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 far away from a biblical worldview. Actually, it's a life that is governed by nothing but by the feelings at the moment. It is that truth subjective stuff. Now, the Bible has something to say about that. The Word of God tells us, Proverbs tells us, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. How we think in our heart, what we process in our minds and our intellect, is how we will respond in every situation. Every situation. So if you're one of these cynicism groups who has a worldview where you mix everything together, of course, not the Bible, but everything else but the Bible in your worldview, then it's literally a flip of the coin. It's literally what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it, and I may not do that tomorrow. Oh, I did it today, and I made the decision today by this guideline, but you know, tomorrow (laughs) I'm going to make it the opposite decision just because that's just the way it is. And that is totally against the Word of God. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. God's Word is so is so powerful, so wonderful, that it guides our decisions every day. And we need to be out there very vocal, very, very, very vocal, and telling others the very Word of God, practicing God's Word, using a biblical worldview ourselves. And by the way, over half of evangelicals don't have a biblical worldview. Evangelical leaders don't have a biblical worldview. Well, more we could say there. But let's remember, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you think on the Scriptures and allow the Word of God to have a wonderful, powerful, major place in your life. God bless you. Keep you safe. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at antiochbristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.